Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now it's time for Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. It is the dynamic duo. Gabe Ramirez, Clay Harbor, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We got a a fun show today, man. We're all the way, we're going to be hanging with you guys all the way till 9 o'clock with some good stuff, man. Talking Bears tonight. Going to get into some Bulls conversations as well. College football playoffs kicked off. Mm. Some interesting games. Mm. A name that I've been throwing out there a lot. (laughs) Michael Penix Jr. You know, every time we've been talking about him, it was blowing my mind, Clay. He's good, man. I think he's underrated. Dave Wonstad was just on with uh, Parkinson Spiegel and saying how how good he is at reading defenses. The issue is the two ACL in, uh, injuries. That's what's going to scare teams is, is, the, is that end, injury presence. And he looks like he's a little small. He's a small dude. And with, is he with, small? He's, I thought he's like six-something. He's not, he's not short. He's small. He's just skinny. They need to gain weight. A guy, can he handle an NFL schedule because he is slender? He gets hit. You know, he could get injured. So, in that sense, he's got to put some weight on before the combine to see maybe if this guy's big enough to be able to last in the league. But I like him, man. You saw him dicing up the Texas defense, like reading the ball, anticipating throws. Obviously, he's old. He's like on that Van Wilder he's college, bro. bro. He's he's old. Penix is definitely older than 23. He's 23. Birthday is May 8th, 2000. I feel like he's been in college forever. I think it was six, sixth year, right? Is yeah, it is? it's sixth year. Six years in college, and he's twenty three. So he'll be. I mean, he'll be twenty four by yeah. the time the season is over. By the yeah. time the football, you know, the the NFL season starts, he'll be twenty four. But he's twenty three right now. Yeah, but bro, six years of college. So he's been playing. He's been playing for six years. He's gonna be ahead of anybody else. But the flip side of that is he's got all that experience. Maybe he's kind of reached you know, the the hill to where he can get to. Like, where's his ceiling? Because he's been starting. He's been playing for six years of experience. As opposed to, say, a guy that's been playing for two, three years, 21, 22 years old, that is going to keep getting better with more experience. For, for me, though, I think Penix should be up there with the rest of the guys as far as from what I'm seeing. He gives me a lot of the, the C.J. Stroud vibes from last year in the playoff game. So, uh, I mean, you know, just looking at the, the – did Shadur Sanders – uh, I don't think he for declared. The I think he's coming. Yet, no, right? he's not. I think he's coming back. Yeah, he's staying with. That'd his be pops, smart, man. Yeah, he got be his pops he's probably gonna there. be the cover of the next video game. To be quite honest, <laughs> he should be. I mean, 
listen, if you're thinking about who's coming up next year, right? And I mean, that's why Cam Ward from Washington State uh, went pro because he's like, eh, there's a lot of guys going back. Shadur Sanders would be taking a pay cut to go to the NFL. This yeah. man made over $5 million in the NIL, Gabe. $5 million to go play college football with his dad, too. That guy ain't going nowhere. He's making five mil? Come I on. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere, either. It's Kate gig right there. Uh, Gabe Ramirez, Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet, hanging out here on 670 to score. Let's let's go down these uh, these quarterbacks, right? Because I got a list of 10 here uh, that are going to be in the draft, or should be. And I'm trying to think how deep. Like, how deep? Like, what's a fall-off? Yeah. Because we know about... Caleb Williams, we know Drake May, and then the other the other guys are still you know really good. I mean, there are people that are really high on Bo Nix and JJ McCarthy, like really high, yeah, like higher than Jaden Daniels. And then when you're looking at Jaden Daniels and Michael Penix Jr., I mean, now you're talking six deep, and that's deep. Six quarterbacks is deep. That could take you into a couple rounds. Yeah, if you use and don't forget about this guy, the guy that won the Heisman. If you use the QBR. Metric, the ESPN all-encompassing QBR metric from legs and throwing. And obviously, I'm not saying there would be an option for the Bears because he's like a poor man's Justin Fields, but I like Jaden Daniels, too. He had a 95.7 QBR. That led all quarterbacks in the country. I mean, this guy was elite, and he's so fleet of foot. He's got an arm. I really like Jaden Daniels, too. Obviously, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. But to me, he's a guy that's kind of a little bit under the radar, Jaden Daniels, because of the things he can do with the football in his hands are just incredible. Yeah, you're looking at, again, you're looking at these quarterbacks, and the reason why we're talking about it, right, is because you're trying to figure out, no one knows what's going to happen, but it's, it's fun playing the game, right? And I think that when you're looking at the Bears and the situation that they're in, you know, just a very enviable one if you're looking, if you're on the outside looking in. But you're saying how deep is the class? Because if right. the class is too deep, these guys aren't going to want to pay to get that first pick if you do trade it. If you got a if you got a 10 right. deep quarterback class, why pay top dollar two number ones, a couple twos, a All three right. for a first round draft pick if you think you can get get a guy that's graded near the top of your draft board without trading that. So they're thinking they're thinking Caleb can be that dude, Caleb. Jake May could be that dude. Jaden Daniels, I mean he 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 essentially is just the Richardson. He's just Richardson. Right, the 2024 <laughs> yeah. Richardson, where he's like extremely athletic, someone you can get behind. Yeah, but you know he got a really, really good arm. And then Bo Nix and JJ McCarthy, I feel like they're in their own. For me, I feel like they're in like the second tier of quarterbacks. And jo- and you, you can't and forget Michael about Penix. Jordan Travis. Obviously, he got hurt there at Florida State, and was the reason that they didn't make the championship game. And I agree with that pick. To another conversation, but. Florida State wasn't the same team without Jordan Travis, but Jordan Travis as a whole is that good. He's a guy, I don't know if he makes the fr- the first round, but I think he's a quarterback that people haven't been talking about at all. Obviously, he got injured, but I think he's a guy that once they start turning on the film, looking at how he reads an offense and can do different things, is going to be a guy that starts getting a lot of notoriety because the guy can just play quarterback. He can do everything you need him to do. Yeah, I mean, of course, and what you know who the Bears would have gotten had – they not had that second number one pick or the number one pick in the draft. A guy like Spencer Rattler, I feel like he'd be someone that that the Bears would have scooped up, like on in the third round. You know, someone that you know can potentially have a high ceiling or be a guy that can. You know, Spencer Rattler's nice. Yeah, he's had a good college career. I mean, he comes in putting in work. 
Uh, you know, high high completion percentage. You know, you know, you know, touchdown to interception ratio, but just has been around the block, been in some some. Anyways, he would have been someone that the Bears would would have gotten yeah. in the later rounds that we would have been okay with had he yeah. been sitting behind Justin Fields. But again, because you're sitting at the top, so so at the top, why can't we be greedy and get a wide receiver and a quarterback and an offensive lineman? Why can't we get three? I mean, you you technically could, but you're going to have to trade that down if you want to do that. You trade down, you can get more picks in the draft. But so you're saying you want you want a wide receiver. A tight end and a quarterback. No, no, no. Wide receiver, offensive lineman, and I, a quarterback. I don't think we need an offensive lineman right now, to be honest. I think we I don't, got, I don't think we need a tight end at yeah, the top of the draft in the first yeah. round. Yeah, so what's your need position for the Bears? Obviously, I think center is Lucas Patrick. He's played a little bit better, but I read a stat the other day. Lucas Patrick has given up 115 penalty yards. That's five times more than anybody else in the Bears' offensive line this year. And, and that's just something you can't have. So, obviously, on the offensive line, you want to get get a center. But to me, you get a center in the third round. Braxton Jones has only given up one sack this year in 10 games. I know you're not a big Braxton Jones guy, but he's he's athletic enough to run an offense with Justin Fields, and he's only given up one sack this year. I'm, I'm here. I, I think there are certain – I mean, you know, because we can't forget the fact that the Bears have a lot of money that they can spend in the offseason to bring in some free agents. And I think that there are certain – positions where you can say to yourself hey I'd rather not swing and potentially miss on a draft pick when I can identify certain positions that I can allocate money towards that I know I can get a bona fide starter and someone that can't contribute immediately and I think center is one of those positions when you're looking at the free agents that are out there Clay here are three of them that are under 30 that I feel like can help the Bears all right let's see it Connor Williams Miami center 26 years old Pays get gets paid second highest paying uh, free agent that will be available come you know this season. But someone that I like, I also like Aaron Brewer, center from the Tennessee Titans, center for that's been blocking for you know what I'm saying. Yeah, just a killer of a line, and then he has familiarity. Not that Davis is going to be there, but he's only 26 as well. Yeah, right. And then you know, hey, Houston looked pretty good this year. C.J. Stroud, you thought he looked good, right? Well, his center is only 28 years old. He's becoming a free agent. Only made $2 million last year. Scott Questenberry is out there as well. So I think there's three quality young centers out there that are proven that have operated high offenses, right? You're talking about Miami, Tennessee, Houston. You can get that center right now and not worry about spending a third-round pick on a young, you know, maybe second-tier center in the NFL draft. So, again, I just think that, you know, you have money, so you might as well say, hey, what positions do I not want to think about in the draft? Yeah. Only problem with Connor Williams is the guy tore his ACL. Yeah. But but he's good. On he's a cheap good. deal? Yeah. No, get him I on like a cheap because he, he made a lot of money. As I said, he's made, made a lot of money. Yeah. You can get him on a nice little cheap deal. Yeah. Things like that. Things, again, positions you can address via free agency. So, I think that's one. And listen, the Bears got to get better. The Bears are good, but they still have to get better. And so I don't care what the position is. And so, it, 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 you know. To I, me, I don't see a need position on the Bears, honestly. Like, what? there's really no, like, what's the need? What? What's the need Wide position? receiver. Tight yes. end. Okay, wide receiver. Running back. Wide receiver. Quarterback. You need, you need a number two wide receiver. You got a number one. 
Right, but I'm saying needs. These are need positions. You need a number two. Running back, I think the Bears have a nice running back room. I think Herbert, Johnson, obviously Dante Foreman's probably not coming back, right. but I, th- I think they got nice running backs. You trust Khalil Herbert? I think Herbert's been playing well. I like Herbert. I think uh, I Herbert think came in the beginning of the season, did not perform at a high level at the very beginning. Got hurt. Deontay Foreman came in and made everybody forget about Khalil Herbert. Then Khalil Herbert came back from injury, did not perform well, and then finally had a good game in this last week. That's two weeks, and all of a sudden we're like, Khalil Herbert's that dude. You have to upgrade. I'm talking about upgrade. Yeah, you can upgrade. That's there. what I'm saying. Like we're not, we cannot be complacent and say that this team is is, especially not now, right now. Now we're like, okay, now we can build. First it was get talented guys in there, and we've got that. Now it's wide receiver is definitely sure. a need. To me, you talk about weapons, fields. As if you look at receivers. Before beginning of the season, people thought Fields was going to have weapons. Chase Claypool does not pan out. Chase Claypool was one of the biggest flops I remember in history as a Bears fan. I hate to say it, Darnell Mooney. You start pulling up his numbers, passer rating when targeted was in the 70s. I mean, this guy's got a drop percentage, double digits. Darnell Mooney did not play well this year. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he was going through some injuries or whatever. Obviously, he's got the concussion thing right now. Self-reporting concussion, but you believe was, that? Do you believe that? As a former player, nine years in the game, seeing a lot of stuff yourself. I don't. It's a sensitive subject, so I don't oh, want to get. You know, okay, okay, I don't okay. want. Honestly, it's that. a little fishy to me. Um, back in the day, it was a different time, and guys didn't report concussions. You knew not to talk about concussion. You didn't want to even think about a concussion because if you start getting concussions, the team was going to cut you. You didn't want concussions. I never reported one concussion in my NFL career. Did I have a concussion? Yes. <laughs> I go, I, I go they're not Matter of fact, like, bro, yes. Did, yes. But I'm talking about how bad this receiving court. They did not have weapons. Guess who's going to be available, and they probably won't be able to sign them? T. Higgins. Guess who else is going to be available? A guy that I think is, is very underrated, Michael Pittman Jr., I think is yeah, a guy that's a huge receiver. Budding star. Budding star. So Bears wouldn't, Bears wouldn't be able to come close to him. You got to go like on the second level. 100-plus catches this year. I, why, why not? Curtis Samuel, that's what I'm in on. Curtis Samuel, obviously you got like Mike Evans. They don't need a veteran guy right now. But, you know, a guy like Marquise Brown from the Cardinals. It's thin out there, I'll tell you that. It I, is thin out there in the wide receiver market. I, but would you take a Mike Evans? Like, let's – I mean, he's not going to want – are you going to pay him? No, he's not going to want $16 million, is he? He's 30. No, but I like two, two years, two years, 30 million. Yeah, I could see that. I like Marquise Brown. I think he's a Marquise guy. Brown. He's a guy that's a little bit under the radar that I think you could probably get him on a good deal. But the Bears got some money, money to spend. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. is about to get paid. How about Calvin Ridley? I watched Calvin Ridley a lot this year. You know, I do some work with the Jaguars. Not a big Calvin Ridley guy this year. Okay. The guy runs some great routes. Man. I think he's uh, he's quick, he's fast, he's still got some burst, and the, the Jags definitely aren't resigning him. He's going to 100% be a free agent. You know why? Because in the terms of the trade with the Jaguars, with that trade from the Falcons, they put, if the Jaguars sign him to an extension, the fifth-round pick turns into a second-round pick. There is no way the Jaguars are going to sign this guy because oh, he, wow. didn't, he didn't live up to yeah, what he was supposed to That's a great. All. That's a great insight. And – it turns into a second-round pick if they extend him. And they're definitely not doing he that. He is going to be a free agent. So if you can get him for the right price, he's a number two guy. He played well when Christian Kirk was healthy. 
Christian Kirk went down with the core muscle injury, the sports hernia injury, and Calvin Ridley hasn't performed. He's not the guy. The, the, the tight end, Evan Ingram in Jacksonville, really took over over there. So Ridley isn't a guy I would like, but like I said, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Marquise Brown, under-the-radar type signing. But see, this is, and this is where you look at the, you know, the potential free agents and the, what, yeah. what is available, and you say to yourself, ah, that's why we must address the wide receiver room in the draft as opposed to free agency, right? Where the center position, as I mentioned a second ago, that you know, is a little bit more abundant out there. It's Gabe Ramirez. He's Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet, hanging out here on 670 to score. Uh, feel free to text in. You can always call in. Uh, we got Robbie Triano producing today. Phone number is 312-644-6767. You got any questions, feel free to shoot those in as well. I see the text line has been active. I haven't had a chance to to go ahead and look at it right here. But, uh, again, I think, you know, you're looking at, you know, the wide receivers. That's, you know, that's something you're going to want to address. I, I just think Ryan Poles, you know, when you're looking at this, he's going to want to be greedy. I think he feels confident in his abilities to not pull the wool over someone's eyes, but he feels like, man, I know what I'm doing. And I've, I've, I feel good about what I've been able to do. And people ain't moving the way I'm moving. Watch this. And he's like, I'm going to get a quarterback. Like, I just feel like he's going to be greedy and get a, he's going to get a, a, one of the good quarterbacks. He is going to get you th- a, a you receiver. You think he's going quarter? We'll, we'll talk. We'll obviously talk. Yeah. You think he's going quarterback? I think he's going though. to get a quarterback, right? I just don't know. I don't know what he's going to do and if it's going to be one of the top ones or if it's going to be, you know, quarterback three through five. But I feel like he's going to do all of that because he thinks, because he, Ryan Poles is smart. Yeah. You know what I didn't like that Ryan Poles, I heard Ryan Poles did. I, I really should put up the quote properly. Um, man, I shouldn't say this. Cairo uh, Santos, because he said it was when Cairo Santos got his got his raise, and I love everything. I love everything about Ryan Poles. Yeah. But this is just one thing that I didn't necessarily like, and it was something along the lines of. I need to hear this. Yeah, something along the lines of, where Ryan Poles calls up Cairo and is like. Did you like the present I gave you or something like that? But it's, <laughs> oh, I heard you. Here we go. I got it right here. He, I shot him a text and I said, I heard you accepted my Christmas gift. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. That's too much. I, I agree. He's trying. I think he's probably trying to be funny. I heard you accepted my Christmas gift. And he said he's going to tell his kids that I'm Santa Claus. So that made me happy. Do you think, I mean, he's just this trying is a to quote. Be... This is a quote from Ryan Poles. I heard this. And I was like, wait, what? And it, and listen, you have to hear it. Remember, I always talk about the nonverbals within the verbal. Yeah. You have to hear it. And it very much, imagine if your boss, like, right? Like, you earned this contract, right? You've been one of the most dependable members of the Chicago Bears. You earned this. <laughs> and your boss is out here like, hey, hey, did you get? The, did you accept the gift I gave you? And you're like, gift? What you yeah, mean, gift, bro? Gift. I, I earned it. Thank you. And I thought I was weird by hearing that. And I was like, I did not. I've never known Ryan Poles to be that kind of a dude. He but was probably trying to be funny. You have to hear the clip, and he was not trying to be funny. It very much sounded like, and I'm not, again, I like everything. I like I literally like everything about Ryan Poles. There's yeah. just one clip that I heard that I'm pointing out. But it very much sounded like, huh. Yeah, he's being a little bit. Uh, smug. Yeah, he's being smug, like power hungry. Like power, I gave yes. you that. Like, I, gave I have you the yes. control to give you yes. this. It was my, you didn't earn I'm that. I'm the man. Like, no, bro. Like, I'm the man. You like, I, hey, I hey, earned this. You like what I gave you? Yeah, giving you handouts. I gave you that. What? Anyway, 
I don't want to get too turned on that because. And before we before I like I, I I found the, the Darnell Mooney stats yes, this year, please. Gabe. You're gonna want to see this rating when targeted this year, fifty six point two. Rating when targeting DJ Moore, one twenty. DJ Moore doubled the rating when targeted from from Darnell Mooney. Contested catch percentage, Darnell Mooney, eighteen point two. DJ Moore. 52.9. He doubled his contested catch percentage. Drop percentage, which is huge. It's the number one thing I look at. How many balls are you dropping? 14%. Darnell Mooney led the team in the highest drop percentage. DJ Moore, 2%. DJ Moore's catching his balls. Darnell Mooney isn't. To me, that's all you got to see. Yeah. He yeah. unfortunately just didn't have the year. I don't know what happened to him. I, you know, I was a big Darnell Mooney fan. The guy works hard, but. Fields didn't have a ton of weapons. I know you're not a Fields believer. Fields was out there. I love Komet. Komet is great. You know, I, I always talk about Komet. 109 rating when targeted. Big guy that can run, but Komet ain't winning a ton of one-on-one matchups. Right. He's just a big dude that can run. Fields had Darnell Moon, or had DJ, DJ Moore. All he had was DJ Moore out there. That was the one guy that he could count on. You bring in a T. Higgins, a Michael Pittman Jr., maybe you go to the draft. Romo Dunn's. Odunze, that guy can play. Marvin Harrison Jr., yeah, that guy can play. Neighbors, I'm watching these guys. To me, this might be one of the best wide receiver draft classes I've seen in recent years. These guys aren't typical wide receivers. You're not finding these guys every year in the draft. To me, it's way better than last year's draft class at wide receiver. So draft a wide receiver, sign a wide receiver for me. You had one weapon, two weapons for Fields last year, and you can yeah. still improve the run game. So put some weapons around my guy and see what happens. All right. All right. So, uh, we are going to continue the NFL conversation. We have a uh, guest coming up next. His name is Chris Chapasso. He is an NFL draft analyst for CBS Sports. And, of course, he's, you know, around the clock, been paying attention to these guys all season long. And what does he think the Chicago Bears should do with the number one pick? Move on from Justin Fields or use it to build around him. Uh, we will talk to Chris Trapasso after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez and nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor, also from The Bachelor, hanging out with us I here tonight. To... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Say that, man. Uh, 670, the score. Caleb Williams in the pocket. Williams surveying. Williams is going to keep scrambling. Now trying to run for it. And he'll get there. Touchdown. Williams gets away. Caleb Williams across his body. And caught. They say touchdown. We're back with more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670, The Score, and the free Odyssey app. And so it continues, Gabe and Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet, hanging out here at 670, The Score, talking Bears football. And the Bears are, man, I was talking to somebody today, Clay, and I was just saying how the Bears, you know, it's been fun to watch, but the Bears haven't had any pressure on them. The pressure really begins, you know, after the final whistle uh, sounds at the end on Sunday because then that's when the pressure for Ryan Poles and the entire upper management and front office for the Chicago Bears to get it right. To get it right. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Everybody's fearful, whether it's sticking with Justin Fields, moving on from Justin Fields, doing this, that, whatever it is, the fear is that the Bears are going to get it wrong. Right? And uh, hopefully uh, we can get some insight on what the correct answer is from our next guest. Uh, And he joins us right now. On our guest hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois, uh, he is the NFL draft analyst and covers the NFL for CBS Sports. Uh, and he's joining us right now on 670 The Score, Chris Chapasso. Chris, welcome to the show. Good evening. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. No problem. So uh, let's just let's jump right in. And, and, and I need – we were talking about this earlier, Clay and I, and it mm-hmm. was about, you know, the, the tiers of quarterbacks in this draft. And so, I mean, I just need to know, like, you know, give, give me the three tiers and give me the give me, you know, a couple of quarterbacks that are in each to define what those are. Yeah, I think uh, when you're looking at the first and into the second round, which is obviously where most teams and certainly like the Bears are will potentially be looking or usually look for their franchise quarterbacks. I think the first tier is Caleb Williams and Drake May. I think. Uh, they kind of give you a little bit of a different flavor. Drake May has drawn a lot of comparisons, and, and I do get some Justin Herbert vibes with him. Maybe not quite as live of an arm, and he's not quite as tall, but pocket passer with some mobility and can truly make every throw on the field. We hear that a lot with quarterback prospects, but arm talent, the willingness, the accuracy at all three levels, certainly there. Obviously, everyone's watched Caleb Williams, um, has some flashes of Patrick Mahomes, had kind of a down uh, 2023 here at USC, but still what he did early in his career at Oklahoma and then the last two years at USC, is going to garner a lot of number one overall pick um, talk, and that will be justified. I think after that, there will be a lot of different um, opinions on that. To me, it's uh, I think Jaden Daniels and Michael Penix are in the next bucket. Whether you think that's still top five picks or top ten picks, I kind of view them more middle of the first, later portions of the first um, Jane Daniels is kind of, I think what teams or teams in general want at the quarterback position, because he has great downfield touch to hit those explosive plays that every offense is looking for. And every defense is trying to stop. And then certainly as we saw in the Heisen winning season this year at LSU, he can run. He's not, he's not uh, Kyler Murray. He's not Josh Allen. He's more like, a fast player, just an athlete out there. He's not tw- super twitchy, but when he sees an opening, if 
a defense is dropping into seven or you know seven or eight into coverage, he's going to take off and can hit 30, 40, 50 yard gains with his legs. Um, he is a little bit of an older prospect, and so is Michael Penix. And of course, we've been watching Michael Penix all season. Watched him in the college football playoff. Downfield strikes, aggression. Not a great athlete, um, at least by today's standards. He can move around a little bit, and I think his pocket presence is really good, which is very vital, I think, especially for a young quarterback entering the NFL. And then I think the tier right behind those four quarterbacks would be Bo Nix. Bo Nix transformed his career after transferring from Auburn, where he really wasn't a draft prospect at all, really revitalized that, of course, at Oregon. The one thing I'm concerned about is the offense at Oregon. It was very screen-heavy. A lot of his stats, the completion percentage, uh, I think were a little bit elevated because it, it was like every other throw was a, a bubble screen or a tunnel screen, a lot of creation or creativity at Oregon where he might not have that luxury once he gets to the NFL. But a former big-time recruit from Alabama has plenty of athleticism, played a ton of college football, um, and at times can hit those strikes down the football field. So for the Bears and a lot of the other teams looking for a quarterback, this is probably as deep of a talent pool in terms of first and early second rounders. I think that we have seen um, at least since 2020 when there was Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua Tungabailoa, and probably dating all the way back to, to that famous 2018 draft class that gave the NFL Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Chris, well, we were just looking at your uh, your mock draft, man, and I kind of like what you you put happening with the Bears, right? You have them mm-hmm. trading down to the New York Giants and getting a haul. So can you explain why you think the Bears and the Giants would be a good deal for both teams? Well, I think, first off, let's talk about the Giants. At this point, with Brian Dable and their GM, Joe Shane, we have to remember that they were up in Buffalo. They were part of that organization that traded up for Josh Allen in 2018. They took mm. the big swing on the quarterback. Yep. So I think at this point... Um, even though they do have Daniel Jones under contract, of course, there was Tommy DeVito, and Tyrod Taylor proved that he can still be a capable stopgap guy late in the season. I think by year three now, they're probably feeling the pressure that, yes, okay, we we made the playoffs last year, a lot of injuries this season, Daniel Jones gets hurt early. It's time to, to make that aggressive move to get the quarterback that we want. And like you guys were mentioning in the intro with the Bears, it's probably the most fascinating team with the number one overall pick because – of Justin Fields and how he's played of late, the fact that he wasn't picked by the current GM, um, but he does on paper have all the ability to be that franchise quarterback. And I think they're going to obviously have to say, do we just roll the dice again? And then we're maybe thinking about giving him a short-term extension, or if he really explodes next year, a big extension, or do we say, you know what, let's trade him and let's get a lot of draft capital and go with and go with Caleb Williams. But, because of how he's played of late and all of the um, praise that he's gotten, especially from DJ Moore, and that connection has been awesome this season, I, I just wanted to kind of see what a mock would look like if the Giants actually traded down, loaded up on the defense, um, let the Giants make that trade up for a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. And then if you're Ryan Poles, I mean, outside of landing a, a, a quarterback that you love, that's the next best luxury to get a ton of early draft capital to continue building this team. And remember the bears still in the top 10 in overall cap space next season. So if they decide to stick with Justin Fields, I know a lot of people would maybe criticize that they could also have a ton of first and second and third round picks and add a lot of inexpensive 
top-tier talent to the roster. We're talking to Chris Trapasso right here on uh, 670. The score, Gabe Ramirez, nine-year NFL vet, Clay Harbor hanging out. Uh, you could check out Chris's uh, latest mock draft on CBS Sports. As Clay mentioned, him and I were just checking it out. Um, you know, you talked about Justin Fields a second ago, and I really want to I really want to ask more about the quarterbacks at the top of the draft and what you think about them. But I'm but I'm interested in, in your opinion on Justin Fields, and you know, it, it Ryan Poles is going to be listening and taking phone calls on people mm-hmm. that are interested in him, right? In, yep. in your mind, based off of you know, the talent that's available in the draft in, let's say, back half of the first, front end of the second, do you think that is comparable to a Justin Fields? I'm looking at what compensation looks like for QB1 for the Chicago Bears. So you're saying if they were to trade him, if they could get a quarterback later in the draft? Not even a quarterback, Chris, more so just like oh, okay. what, 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 like I'm, I'm thinking to myself, the, the, the easy, the simple question is, you know, what do you think the Bears are going to get back in return for Justin Fields? But but I'm trying to I'm trying to also ask you are familiar with the talent that is out there. Yeah yeah yeah. So okay. so is it worth that if it is to be a early second, late first? Is that worth a Justin Fields in your mind? Yeah, that's a good question. I think based on the last couple of off seasons, what we've seen veteran quarterbacks who have proven that at times they can be really good, maybe not super consistent, maybe dealt with injuries. You think Carson Wentz? I think getting two day two picks. And then maybe even a third that that includes some kind of condition that if he plays a certain amount of snaps, a, a percentage, or, or throws for four thousand yards or something like that, um, would not be out of the question. So I don't think it would just be one day two pick. Probably could get two. Now to answer your question, it is a very deep wide receiver class, and in being a draft analyst over the last uh, now seven years at CBS. Uh, that's kind of an answer that I give every year because every college team and clay would know this. Certainly every college team has three or four quality receivers. It seems like they have good tight ends. So if the bears want to continue to build the skill position group, this would be a good class for that. And even after trading for and then signing Montez sweat, it's a very deep edge rusher group. Again, there's um, Liatu Latu from UCLA, Jared verse from Florida state, Dallas Turner from Alabama, those are just three off the top of my head that will probably be be off the board. Chop Robinson from Penn State. Like there's, it's a premier edge rushing group, and it's really, it seems like what we see the teams need in the NFL. It's kind of a trickle down effect that in college, it's being prioritized, throwing the football, getting after the quarterback, and protecting the quarterback. I think the Bears probably feel pretty good about their offensive line. You guys probably know that a little better than I do how they feel about it. But from what I've watched on film this season that young group is pretty good up front, um, especially when they're all healthy. Um, but I think if they want edge rusher or wide receiver, um, which to me seem like semi-needs or maybe big needs going into next season, yeah. if they were to trade Justin Fields, they could get those, you know, a couple of players, round one, round two, round three, that can be instant impact guys. Yeah, so for me, Gabe, and what he's saying is, you're going to get a lot more for that number one pick than you are for Justin Fields. So you can improve the team as a yeah. whole better if you keep Justin Fields. If you trade Justin Fields, you're basically bringing your rookie quarterback back to a similar environment you have right now, and your team's pretty good. So in my mm-hmm. opinion, me and Gabe be going back and forth on this, Always. Chris. But in my opinion, I think you keep Fields, and you, you can just improve the roster so much. We saw that last year. 
Um, I got a couple of questions for you on some of our players that we have right now. And then I want to finish with a question about one of your tweets that I that I really, really liked. I, I follow you on Twitter, and you guys should follow okay. Chris on Twitter as well. But uh, give me your thoughts on Tyler Scott. I think he's a guy I know last year you had him in your, 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 your draft review. A guy like Tyler Scott and then Tyreek Stevenson. These guys mm. haven't had great years. It's been up and downs. How did you view them coming out of the draft? Okay, so Tyler Scott, I thought, and it's kind of funny that he landed with the Bears, I thought he was very similar to Darnell Mooney when he was coming out of uh, Tulane. That smaller, spindly, but super fast wide receiver. Um, had some problems with drops. I, I think this season with the Bears, that's been the case too. Yeah. But in terms of just a rocket, a guy down the field, that not just a vertical threat, but the guy that you can throw a wide receiver screen to makes one man miss and then serious acceleration. He was that big play player at Cincinnati. And I think with Darnell Mooney set to hit free agency, that to me was almost a smart selection by Ryan Poles last year. It's almost that insurance that they've gotten that quality production out of Darnell Mooney, but maybe he price, he's priced himself out or it just takes one team to give him a big lucrative deal then you're not suddenly scratching and clawing for and hoping a rookie can come in and be that vertical element that I think every offense needs. So I was a big fan of his. I thought they got him with great value. Tyreek Stevenson, I wasn't quite as high on, um, but if you want man-to-man coverage, uh, being that on an island cornerback that is going to play press and be physical, um, that was the type. I I didn't think he had the best instincts. I know he's he's had a couple – interceptions made some plays on the football late in his rookie season and that's a positive sign but in terms of length uh frame physical nature he really ticked a lot of those boxes I thought he was more of that raw specimen but again Jalen Johnson's a free agent it seems like they'll probably sign him seems like a quality number two where you can play Jalen Johnson in zone and on the other side of the field have Tyreek Stevenson in yeah, Tyreek Stevenson and Terrell Smith have really has have really played well as rookies this year. I'm impressed with yeah. both of them. Probably Terrell Smith, who was drafted later, impressed even more out of Minnesota. The guys played well. Yep. You had a tweet about Lamar Jackson talking about yeah. the stereotypes as as a quarterback as, as that he faces. In my opinion, I think Justin Fields faces some of those those same stereotypes. Can you can you talk a little bit about you know what you meant with your tweet? Yeah, that's a really good question. Thanks for giving me this platform for that. I, I just think that at this point, in now in 2024, that we don't need to continue to add the disclaimer that, oh, look at how good Lamar Jackson is for someone who people thought was a <laughs> running back coming into the NFL. Yep. Like, I think that's almost disrespectful to him. And I would assume, I mean, he probably wouldn't ever say this in the media because they have him coached up from that side. But I, I would guess deep down, Lamar Jackson doesn't want the for a guy who was supposed to be a running back. Bill Polian made that comment, and I think there's about 1% of NFL fans and analysts who really can watch Lamar Jackson and think he should be a running back or he should be a wide receiver. I think he should be viewed just like any other quarterback, white, black, first-round, seventh-round, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. He just should be viewed as a quarterback. It's like weird to me that we still hear that. And you're right. The same thing with Justin Fields. And I unfortunately think that it it is something that continues on with black quarterbacks, but I feel like we have so many now in the NFL that have proven to be plenty capable. We need to stop with the, 
oh, well, people thought he should be a running back. So good job for throwing for over 200 yards. Like, let's not treat them like they're babies. They're bona fide NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. Good stuff as always, man. I mean, he's bringing up some great points, and we certainly have heard that here in Chicago. Chris, appreciate your expertise, man. Look forward to getting you on again before the draft actually happens. Absolutely, yeah, thanks, guys. Chris. Anytime. Thanks. Chris Trapasso, make sure you check him out on Twitter at Chris Trapasso. That's T R A P A S S O. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez. It's Clay Harbor. Uh, Clay, I have a question for you on the other side. It has to do with this draft, it has to do with Justin Fields. I'm going to put you between a rock and a hard place. I want to see, <laughs> you know, what side you end up choosing. Uh, Let's go. Again, it has to do with the the top three picks in the draft and Justin Fields. What's the question? What's Clay's answer? We'll get that next right here on 670 The Score. We're back with more Gabe Ramirez. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670, The Score, and the free Odyssey app. Half of you have seen Clay Harbor play NFL games for the Eagles, the Patriots, the Jaguars, the Saints. (laughs) And the other half of you have uh, begrudgingly seen him on your TVs while watching The Bachelor with your girl. (laughs) And here he is right now with us on 670 The Score. It's about demographics, Gabe. Okay, this is 670 The Score. Nobody that listens to 670 The Score, Chicago sports, Bulls, Bears, Hawks, Cubs, Sox, is watching The Bachelor. You think that these grown men out here with with controlling women and men, for that matter, that they're not watching The Bachelor with their girls? I don't think. I think Stop probably it. like 10% of the listeners probably even know it. Like the Robbie Bachelor Triano. Is. Robbie Triano, do you, does your girl watch The Bachelor? She used to, but she made me watch that with her, and I was not a part That's of that world. literally my point. Robbie, did you know I was on The Bachelor? I did not, but if I told all my friends, they would definitely right. know who you are. <laughs> but my point, my, my point was more so that his girl makes him watch The Bachelor, and so yeah. there are men out there. There is a. I had to go to like bachelor watching parties. Like, oh, that's wow. what I had to do. Like, there's people right now that are like, "No way, Clay Harbor from The Bachelor from what is it, Lovers Island? What is it called? The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Lovers Island. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Can we get back to football? <laughs> I was out on the real world. I was out on real world after that. All right, here's my question for you. This is the one I've been yeah. stumping people with all week. Before I start telling bats or stories up here. Please. We'll save that for the late <laughs> 8 o'clock hour. Yeah. Um, so if you ha- so let's say the Bears have number one. They go to number two. That's what a lot of people are saying. Right? Okay. Yeah. Boom. Trade down. Get your draft capital. Blah, blah, blah. Easy. And then you're sitting at number two, Mar- and you want Marvin Harrison Jr., right? Yeah. And let's say number three, pick a, pick a team. Let's say the Let's say the Patriots are three. Yeah. Let's say so. So you. you, Because what is it right now? It's Bears, Commanders, Cardinals, or Patriots three. It's Robbie Triano. Who is it? Bears, Washington, New England, Arizona, New York Giants. That's why this has been stumping people. And I want you to text in two to give me your opinion. So Bears go from one to two and put Commanders at one, right? Yeah. Put the Commanders at one. One to two. Bears are at two now. Yeah. You got New England at three. 
And yeah, they probably need a quarterback. At, Bailey Zappi ain't the answer. At all. So listen, listen though. Mac Jones, no. So so why don't we trade Justin Fields for the number three pick? Justin Fields for the number three pick? I don't think they would do that. Ah, you see where I'm going here? I've led you into a trap, my friend. I've led you into <laughs> a trap. And that's just the answer. Fill in the blank with the team who has the number three pick and then tell them, hey, bro, I'm going to give you Justin Fields for that number three pick. You know what they're going to say? Shove it up here. Because they're going to say no. But but you know what we have in Chicago? <laughs> Every idiot, not every idiot, but every person out here is like, absolutely not. Marvin Harrison Jr. or anybody else. And it's like, I, again, I just, I, I've been trapping people with that one all day. Or all week, I should say. Okay, Gabe, you might think you got me. But here's where I stand, and here is my argument with, with this, okay? I know you had to think, literally, wait, wait, just so, you're, just so we're fair here, every person I've said that to, They've all been stumped and have needed a second to get themselves together to get the rebuttal right. <laughs> and so I could see your, your pacing right now. So I'm trying to give you some more time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, you trade the number one pick. You know what you're getting with that pick? The guy who we just had on. He, he had us getting Slayton from the Giants, the number one from the yeah. Giants, the number two from the Giants, next year's number one from the Giants, and next year's number two from the Giants. Right. If you trade Justin Fields, you're probably people are saying you're getting a two or a three. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's be very clear. I love Chris Chapasso. But anyone can come up with eight draft picks that a team can give you. And that doesn't mean we should discuss it as if it's an actual possibility. It's the same thing with the Raiders and that one that's floating around. Matt Crosby, three first round picks and it did a no one from the organization said that. Someone made that up, and all of a sudden I have to make an argument as to, oh, so you don't want Max Crosby in three draft picks instead of Justin Fields? I'm like, that's not real. Okay. That's not a real okay. conversation. Okay, look at last year, right? Say, hypothetically speaking, the Bears trade Justin Fields, get a second or a third round pick. Right. Okay? You get a second or a third round pick. You pick up another edge rusher or so a guy has a decent year, maybe okay. We draft Bryce Young. We don't have Darnell right now. Because you drafted Bryce Young, we don't have we we weren't throwing the ball to DJ Moore because you got that in a trade too. You don't have Tyreek Stevenson, young and up and coming cornerback. Because guess what? He was in the trade too. We don't have this year's first pick maybe in the do. draft. Maybe you do. No, because, you don't. Hold on. Maybe you do because of the things you just said. Oh, because that the they Bears wouldn't are be throwing worse. it to DJ Moore, and you don't have an offensive tackle, so you probably would. See how different in a, in a parallel universe, you know, Marvel's going all crazy with this multiverse. In the multiverse, the Bears are sitting here right now with Bryce Young, right. no right tackle, and and probably the fifth pick in the draft. Hole, I'm going to poke a hole in your story, and that, that is, is that is assumption. you are done. You can't even rebuttal that. I can't. I, I, I <laughs> you am. Can't even rebuttal your that. assumption is that then both teams are then progressing at the same rate after that. Where I say to you, just like the flash and the thing you were saying, you know, the Bears of of Darnell Wright and DJ Moore might be ahead, right, in yes. the present, but then maybe in three years, the Bryce Young, <laughs> Brian Poles built up Bears with Roma Dunze and everything, they might be ahead of Justin Fields because now you don't know what you're doing. We don't know. We can get the same type of haul 
with this number one pick. You I got agree. Last year. I, I listen. I agree. I'm here for and the number you can one get to the number, number two one pick again next year because no, you're trading with a bad silly. team near the top of the draft. That's going to be drafting a rookie quarterback. Is, I know, but that is more silly. often than not, the rookie quarterbacks are not going to be good. So you are getting another high draft pick, right. and you're getting a haul like you got last year. And you're setting up this roster. In my opinion, is only a few pieces away. Couple receivers, couple of more edge rushers for this defense. Do you know what the Bears' defense is doing right now? I we'll do. talk about I that do. later. But this defense, since week five, is literally one of the best defenses in the National why Football can't, Why can't we have both, Clay? Why can't we have the trade down and the quarterback and the wide receiver at eight or ten instead of an offensive tackle, right? Like, why can't why can't we do okay, that? Okay, if you, if you in your mind say Michael Penix Jr. is our guy, Right, and, then and you do the trade down, and you get you get Marvin the Harrison haul. Jr., Michael Penix, all Michael, those trade and, picks and that that's you're talking what you're about. Doing, I would be more receptive to that than not trading at all. Yeah, I, we Bears must trade. There are two really good quarterbacks available, and a lot of and and people's coffers full of draft capital. Well, I thought you were I saying want you want to take that. You want to take the quarterback at the top. Obviously, you're saying with the trade, the third pick. But no, I'm saying even if you, I'm saying what if you. Fine. I said, let's trade the two. I'm trying to make a compromise between you and I. Yeah. Let's trade the number two. Let's get Marvin Harrison Jr. But then let's take Michael Penix at nine. And then now we've gotten the draft capital. We've gotten the quarterback that can replace Justin Fields. We've gotten Marvin Harrison Jr. Why Why are we not agreeing? This seems like finally we've come to some sort of compromise. I'm saying if You're polls, greedy. You're greedy. I'm out. You're if greedy. polls fell in love with... Michael Penix Jr. and you know I think you could be confident that you could probably get him on way 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 later in the draft. I hear what you're saying. Okay, more opportunities for the Bears to be but able you to need to trade this pick down and build the roster mm. out because I think you're close. Look okay. what they've done okay. to the NFC North in these last month of the league. Okay, we're gonna see how close the Bears are. Our next guest, Tom Fernelli, uh, CBS Sports as well. Big Chicago guy, so I know he's going to have some opinions on what the Bears should be doing. We all have them. But there's only one opinion that matters, and that is the one from Ryan Poles. So we can only guess until then what that will look like. What does Tom think that will look like for the head of the Chicago Bears organization on second and turn? Uh, we will talk to him next. Tom Fernelli joins us. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's nine-year vet Clay Harbor hanging out with us here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.